Welcome back to Career Talk. I'm Cole Sperry, Managing Editor here at Optum Careers. Today we're going to talk about transferable skills and are they important in your resume and your interviews. As the job market continues to tighten, having a competitive edge over other job seekers is going to be key. When transferable skills are used correctly, they can help you differentiate from your peers. However, sadly, the way most job seekers write and talk about transferable skills has recruiters and hiring managers tuning them out. So today we're going to break down what a transferable skill really looks like because there's a lot of confusion about this, how much they really matter, how you can identify them, how to write about them in your resume, and how to talk about them in your interviews and your follow-up and as you go through the hiring process. So let's start with what is a transferable skill. Most people feel paralyzed when they hear the word transferable skills. This fear stems from a misunderstanding of what the word really means and it's shared by recruiters, hiring managers, and resume writing experts. Many people confuse transferable skills with traits. Many of the so-called experts call them soft skills and they include things like high energy, attention to detail, determination, working well under pressure, dependability, creativity, on and on. You've heard all of these. These are not transferable skills. These are traits. Traits describe the manner in which you perform a skill. They are not a skill themselves. True transferable skills are not industry or technical knowledge based. They are not tied to a particular job, a responsibility, or a task. For example, if you are a financial analyst, you may possess the technical skill of building financial models. A transferable skill you may possess could be synthesizing data. And a trait you might possess could be attention to detail. In this instance, your technical skill is knowledge-based and specific to the type of work you do. Your transferable skill of synthesizing data, that transcends any industry or any job function. And the trait, attention to detail, that's the manner in which you may perform both that technical and transferable skill. You see how it fits together. They are very different. Transferable skills can be divided into categories. So Sidney Fine developed this three-category system in conjunction with a project for the U.S. Department of Labor many years ago. And it, it's a really good one. Transferable skills come in these three categories. You can do with people, what you can do with information, and what you can do with things. For example, you may be able to negotiate with people. That is a transferable skill. You may be able to analyze information. That is a transferable skills. You may be able to set up portfolios. That is a transferable skill. Thinking about transferable skills in categories will help you identify yours. They're also hierarchical. Within each category, there is complexity. Let's stay with that financial analyst example. A first year analyst may be able to compare data. A second year analyst may be able to analyze that data. But a third-year analyst may be able to synthesize that data. Comparing data is very simple. Synthesizing data is much more complex. That requires a higher degree of that transferable skill. Unlike traits, transferable skills are developed over time in a very similar manner to technical skills. Increasing your transferable skills will also eliminate the competition that you're going to face during this next job transition. You want to claim the highest level of transferable skill that you can. 
So let's talk about why transferable skills are important. Everyone who is qualified for a job possesses the same technical skills. At least you should, if you're qualified. In order to make a successful job transition or a career change, you're going to have to do three things. One, you're going to have to resonate with employers. Two, you're going to have to differentiate from your peers. And three, you're going to have to substantiate your claims. Transferable skills give you that edge you need to get noticed and to differentiate. Where you may hold the same technical skills, the same knowledge, and maybe even some of the same experiences as your peers, your unique background comes with a very unique set of transferable skills and a hierarchy of them. For example, all things being equal, an employer may find it more attractive to hire a manager who can mentor a team rather than one who only has a level of supervising a team. There is a difference. Supervising is lower on the hierarchy of transferable skills of what you can do with people. Transferable skills may also help you compensate in areas where maybe you lack some of the technical knowledge. You do not want to ignore these in your resume and your interviews. So how can you figure out what yours are? We did a survey a while back, about 500 professionals, and we found that 95% of them had no clue what their transferable skills were. That's a problem. To identify your transferable skills, start by writing down situations you've encountered in your professional and even in your non-professional life. Write them down. Write down the goal you wanted to accomplish, the obstacles and challenges you faced, the step-by-step -step process you took to accomplish that goal, and the measurable outcome or results that you realized in that situation. Now you can analyze each of those for any transferable skills with people, information, and things. Keep track of how often some of those same transferable skills keep coming up in those situations that were involved, that you used to get through them in that step-by-step -step process, in the outcome. And you can rank these together. Keep, what you want to find out is you want to keep track of patterns. And if you need help getting started, we have an e-guide at Optum Careers with 54 transferable skills broken down by people, information, and things. That may help you get started in identifying those patterns. Once you've identified your transferable skills, let's talk about whether you should include them in your resume or just technical skills in your resume. In another study we did where we surveyed recruiters, nearly every recruiter we talked to said they never search for transferable skills or traits when scanning resumes. In other words, they're not going into an ATS and typing in, show me people that have negotiating in their resume as a keyword or that have problem solver in their resume as a keyword if we were talking about traits. So if you're losing sleep over having an ATS optimized resume with transferable skills, you can actually go to sleep tonight. However, a majority of recruiters and hiring managers stated that they do prefer to see transferable skills illustrated in a resume. So following the resume advice of cramming transferable skills or traits into a core competencies section appears to be a losing strategy. Yet a majority of resumes seen by our resume writers on our platform have these sections with these skills and traits. If that's you today, you may want to consider using this real estate for something else and not wasting space based on outdated resume practices. We like to think that the reason so many resumes have these irrelevant buzzwords is because job descriptions are also often littered with them. 
Identifying important skills from a job description is helpful, but don't copy poorly written job descriptions into your resume. I've written thousands of resumes, and many of those resumes that I've written are for people who write those job descriptions, those hiring managers, those recruiters, because they struggle just as much in articulating what they're after and the value in all of that. That's why they come to me to write their resume. So don't create poor work based on poor work. It won't resonate with your audience. Instead, look for ways to show your transferable skills. Being specific will breed clarity, and clarity wins job interviews. Instead of writing that you are an excellent negotiator or that you can negotiate deals in some core competency section or the summary of your resume, try writing about the size of the deals you've negotiated or how much additional money you've made or saved a company because of your negotiation abilities. Show it off. If you want to convey your oral communication skills, instead of writing that you're an excellent communicator in a skills section or that summary, you could write about how you spoke with 40 clients per day and sold something to 40% of them in one call closes. That screams excellent communication skills. If you're changing careers, a cover letter could also be a great place to highlight these transferable skills and some of your traits even. But make sure you don't repeat what's in your resume. Regurgitating your resume into a cover letter is just going to waste your time. It's not going to impress the employer. If you need help with cover letters, we've got some great cover letter articles and samples on our website, optumcareers.com. So let's move to interviews and showing off your transferable skills during the interview and beyond that. The importance of transferable skills doesn't end with a resume and a cover letter. These are skills you're going to want to continue to reinforce throughout the hiring process. Similar to your resume, success will happen when you illustrate these skills. It's not enough to just tell someone, I'm really good at communicating with people, or I'm really good at negotiating. You need to treat every interaction as an opportunity to show these skills off. If you're good at researching, how well did you research the company before the interview? Were you able to show off those research skills during the interview and show them, hey, look, I know this about you. I know this about you. I researched this. If you're good at oral communication, well, how well did you communicate concise messages in your interview? Did you show executive presence? If you can't hold your own in an interview, how are you going to hold your own when you meet with the board of directors next month after they hire you? Do you have good negotiation skills? Did you ask smart follow-up questions based on what was being said in the interview? Did you dig to find points of collaboration and similar interests? Do you have great follow-up abilities? Did you send a thank you letter after the interview? You've got to show these things. You can't tell someone, I'm the best follow-up person in the world, and then not follow up. You can't tell someone, you're the best negotiator, and then not ask intelligent questions and verify that you've got buy-in and build collaboration. You can't tell someone that you're the best communicator on the planet, and then you just fumble throughout all the communication in the interview. You need to seize every opportunity during the interview and beyond to show off those transferable skills. Actions will speak louder than words, and they'll be your key to getting that offer letter and getting hired with your transferable skills. They are incredibly important, but you've got to use them the right way. You've got to show them, not tell. So in summary, transferable skills are different from traits and they're different from technical skills. Knowing your transferable skills is key to differentiating yourself from all the other job seekers. These skills can be categorized and they have a hierarchy to them.
Writing transferable skills in a core competencies section of your resume or a skills section is a waste of valuable resource, is a waste of valuable real estate. Stop doing it. Finding ways to show off your transferable skills will go farther than simply stating you have them. If you found this video helpful and insightful, like it, share it with a friend, subscribe to our channel, and don't forget to check out optumcareers.com for more job search, interview, and money advice. I'll see you next time.